kind of an unwritten thing with restaurants and chefs is that, you know, uh, you support my thing, I'll support yours. But, you know, more importantly, what I've always said about restaurants is that, you know, when there's a, when there's when there's tough times and there's something that needs to happen, you know, restaurants just show up. They show up. You know, that's that you know, that's the phrase I've always said is restaurants just show up. Hi, I'm John Yeager and this is Bloodworks 101. The podcast brought to you by your friends here at Bloodworks Northwest. It's designed to inspire or educate you to give either time, money, or blood. Okay, by now you've probably heard about our Save a Life, Save a Life awareness campaign. Working with members of the local culinary community, we set a goal of recruiting 10,000 new or re-engaged donors by July. Members like Jason and Debbie Friend Wilson, the owners of the Lake House Bellevue Restaurant. Jason and Debbie have their own reasons why blood donation is so important to them. A few years back, Jason needed to have enough blood on hand for an operation to mend a tiny hole in his heart. His wife, Debbie, lost a lot of blood during the birth of her first child. So each of them knows, they just know how important having enough blood on hand is. Now, I should also mention that we've topped 13,000 new donors, thanks to people like Jason and Debbie, and thanks to a conversation they had with fellow restaurant owner Ethan Stoll. You've no doubt heard that name. Ethan Stoll owns a lot of restaurants. Tavolata, Staple and Fancy, How to Cook a Wolf, Ballard Pizza Company, The Victor Tavern, Victory Burger, and that's just to name a few. I spoke to Ethan recently at the Victor Tavern in Belltown. Yeah, we've got a bunch of restaurants. We've been in the industry for a long time. Um, you know, I mean, ESR was founded in 2007. It was actually a little bit before that. My first restaurant was 2003, but the company formed in 2007, and we've just been a growing company ever since then. So we've got spots in obviously Seattle. We just opened a place in Woodenville. We've got spaces in um, uh, Spokane. We're starting construction on a spot in Boise, Idaho, uh, in a couple of months. Uh, we got a restaurant in New York, and shockingly, we even have one in Japan. <laughs> uh, but that's a longer story. But it's all good. Yeah. What is it about the restaurant industry that got you started in the first place? Well, I mean, I started off. My background is is being a cook. Um, you know, um, and, you know, when you're a kid, everybody wants to be kind of like their dad. And my dad was was not a was not a chef or a cook. Uh, uh, he was an artist, but his hobby was cooking. So um, every day he came home, and made dinner for the family. We always had dinner together, and you could tell he got a ton of joy uh, and pleasure out of the process of cooking. So it just kind of rubbed off. You know, we always had a bunch of interesting things and unique uh, things to eat. I mean, you know, my diet growing up was very. Uh, broad. Uh, we always had lamb and crab and you know steak and chicken and rabbit and all kinds of stuff. Uh, so it just kind of expanded my palate and I enjoyed it. Uh, and then I got into the restaurant industry and found out that I really liked the industry and I liked the hours, which is nighttime work. And I liked being in the kitchen. I really liked working with my hands. I really liked the fast-paced aspect of the industry. So it just kind of stuck, and it's just I've been there ever since. You know, I mean, I'm I'm lucky. You know, I started off and found out that. Uh, um, my career and hobby are the same thing. And uh, I haven't had to really figure out what I want to do uh, since I started this industry. You know, I kind of knew it from the day I, you know, from the day I started. Volare. Ethan Stoll is known for many things, but just try walking out of one of his restaurants, especially Tavolata, 
without trying their homemade pasta. What is it about Italian cooking that we love? The country loves it, obviously the city loves it, and that's the direction you took. Yeah, we've got a fair amount of Italian stuff for sure. I mean, I mean, I guess for the most part, uh, it's the craft of cooking, right? You know, Italian food is, 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 is not pretentious. Uh, it's handmade from scratch, you know, pastas, you know, like one of my favorite things to eat and cook. I mean, if, if those of you uh, who've never worked in a restaurant, uh, the, the most fun station to work in a restaurant uh, is the pasta station because it's the most fast-paced and busiest because everybody orders pasta. Um, um, and, uh, and and the pizza station is another fun one. But, you know, the main thing about Italian food is it's, it, 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 it creates a sense of sharing. It creates a sense of family. It creates a sense of just you know gathering around, hanging out, and having a good time. You know, because you know, that, that's that's what we like as a company. We like seeing people gather around a table. Um, I started out being a more fine dining chef, and then just kind of started spending a bunch of time in Italy. Started traveling there a bunch. Really started liking you know not just the food, which I loved obviously, but the culture and the people, and just how they think about dinner and, and lunch and eating. And how important it, uh, how how important it is not just you know to feed yourself, but just to make sure you're getting together with people and, and hanging out and, and and you know checking in with each other. I mean, I think it's a huge thing right now. So the pandemic hits you. Um, one of the things that people have told me about Ethan throughout this whole Save a Life, Save a Life campaign is that people come together in restaurants, and that must have helped you get through all of this. Yeah, I mean, obviously the pandemic was 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 hard. Um, you know, it's I mean, it, in a lot of ways it was sad, mostly more than anything else. I mean, it was long, uh, but you knew what you had to do. I mean, you know, we went through the recession in 2008, 2009, so we kind of had a roadmap of how to handle a dramatic, you know, of, of, um, hit in your business levels. Um, you know, nothing prepared us for what what this was, but at least we had a little bit of a roadmap. Uh, but no, I mean, you know, the Russian industry, I mean, they stick together, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, we're, you know, we're as a, we as a company at ESR, you know, we're definitely hard workers, you know, we're fighters, you know, we weren't going to go out that way. Uh, and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't fun. And like I said, it was sad because some people lost their jobs. I mean, we're still at the spot of restaffing. It's still, it's still a challenge these days. <laughs> So you got involved with Save a Life, Save a Life through Jason and Debbie uh, over at the Lake House. Tell me a little bit about that conversation. Well, it was just, I mean, you know, Jason's Jason's been a chef around Seattle for a long time, and so have I. Uh, and, you know, I mean, it's this kind of an unwritten thing with restaurants and chefs is that, you know, uh, you support my thing, I'll support yours. But, you know, more importantly, what I've always said about restaurants is that, you know, when there's, a, when there's, when there's tough times and there's something that needs to happen, you know, restaurants just show up. They show up, you know. That's that, you know. That's the phrase I've always said. Is restaurants just show up. So, you know, I mean, I think it's one of those things. It was an easy ask and it's an easy give. And um, you know, uh, Jason was, um, you know, certainly behind it. You know, when you feel the passion of somebody else, you know, you know, supporting something, you know, that passion rubs off. So, if people are going to get involved in something, you know, we were happy to do it. You know, I mean, I know. Um, um, you know, my main reason for doing it was because of Jason. But that doesn't mean I didn't recognize. You know, the need, obviously, that was great. And, I, you know, you told me today that the numbers exceeded, you know, what the goal was, which is fantastic. Um, but, you know, our main thing is just about being a member of the community means you got to be involved and you got to show up. So we, we try to do as much as we can. And show up and give blood. That's, that's that, in this case, yes. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. Thanks a lot. Is there anything else that I haven't asked you that you feel is important um, that I should add? No. I mean, whatever you want, man. I mean, you know, we're here. You know, the restaurant industry nowadays is, I mean, it's a little bit different than it was before. So it's a, the restaurant industry is a, is a work in progress right now. It's right now it's in the, the process of kind of redefining its values and culture. So we'll see how that goes. I mean, that's a big task we have uh, that we want to take on uh, in the next you know, year or so. So in a way, this campaign, bringing all these restaurants together, couldn't have happened at a better time, if you will? I don't think there's ever a good time to need that much blood. Um, So, but, um, yeah, no, it's nice. You know, it it was the first event we've done since the pandemic where a bunch of people from the restaurant industry got together, uh, which was nice. Hey, we're all in this together now, and we're all supporting each other, and it felt good to be back to, like, you know, what was kind of like normal. So... Kind of like normal. Wow. Kind of like normal. Whatever, Can't wait for that to happen again. that's going to be in the future. Whatever that's going to be and whenever it's going to be. <laughs> Thanks a lot. No problem. Thank you. Appreciate it. Well, that just about wraps it up for this edition of Bloodworks 101, except to say thanks to all the restaurant owners, the chefs, the winemakers, the beer makers, and everyone involved with Savor Life, Save a Life. Based on the success we've had with this campaign, plans are already underway to try it again. Do campaigns like this really make a difference? Well, combine the more than 11,000 new donors from last year's Music's In Our Blood campaign and the more than 13,000 new donors from Save Our Life, Save a Life, and it adds up to more than 24,000 new or re-engaged donors. That's during a crippling pandemic and right in the middle of what the American Red Cross calls the lowest national blood levels in over 10 years. That many new donors couldn't have come at a time when they were needed more than now. Not bad. Not too bad at all. All right, that does it for this edition of Bloodworks 101. I'm your host, John Yeager. See you next time.